Welcome to Six Pennies Podcast. Oh man, it's time. NBA is back. The playoffs are here, and so we can finally, finally watch and talk about the NBA again. I am ready. Albie and Mock, are you guys here? Yes, I am. That's why you're running the podcast, right, NBA? Mr. NBA. TV and NBA, that's all I do. You're like a, you're like Stephen A. Smith. If you talk about any other sports, you get everything wrong. Uh, Not that I, bad. I get, some, bad. I get some of the stuff right. I just only only say one or two things each time. Before we get started, Albie, tell us about some of our sponsors. Before we do that, I actually want to give a shout out to our listeners all over oh. the world. Um, so I'm I'm looking at our stats here on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, the number one listening or the source of our listeners obviously is from the U.S. More specifically, Texas, California, and New York. Yes, but sir. Two to five. You guys want to hear who, where else in the world listens to us? It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, second, Taiwan. That is wow. interesting. Um, wow. Maybe our good friend Big Phil is just telling all of his celebrities, that, friends in Taiwan there to, to listen to <laughs> six of these podcasts. Appreciate that, Phil. Third one, United Kingdom. Whoa. We gotta do some uh, English Premier League podcast. That's uh, that's pretty cool. The UK, or maybe we'll talk about uh, Prince William and Prince Harry and things like that. That's good that to w- know. Is that what UK people talk about? I don't know what they talk about, but I'm going to London in a couple of weeks. I'll, oh. I'll check it out. Yeah, On site. Just go to every app. Yeah, every Apple Store and put a put Six Pennies podcast on the podcast there. Podcast app. Fourth one, the Netherlands. This is very interesting. <laughs> the Netherlands. I had, I would have never guessed that. Wow. Do we, do we know? Yeah. Do we know anybody from that part of the world? Uh, I certainly do not. I mean, I did used to always pick the Netherlands when I played Winning Eleven. That might have something to do with it. Oh. Okay. Okay. I like that. And fifth, last but not least, Canada. Okay. okay. Nice. I don't know anyone currently living there, but I, I support that. Yes, yes. Uh, another person that really supports that is Derek Shaw and Farmers yeah. Insurance. He is our presenting sponsor today and every day. He props to Derek Shaw. Again, he works for Farmers Insurance. If you give him a call or text at 214, actually, Timmy wants you to FaceTime him. So 214-729-6462. That's 214-729-6462. He's going to give you a huge discount on home, life, or auto insurance. He's going to give you a free consultation, free quote. Just give him a call or FaceTime him, and he's going to really analyze your situation and make sure you, you make the right choice. Congrats, Disha, on the the new baby, right? Oh, yeah, baby number two. Charlie! I'm sure that he's ready for a FaceTime call. <laughs> Anytime, 24-7, though. He did pull out of uh, pickup basketball this week. So oh, I guess, man. Yeah, I guess it sucks. is serious. Number two, two under two. Okay, well, here we go with the NBA. We are, uh, I guess, midway through the first round. Actually, I feel like we're like 75% through the first Mostly round. We pretty much... Yeah. We pretty much know what's going to happen. We already had a couple series, I think, closed out, right? Um, actually, just now, the we're, we're recording this on a Monday evening. The Bucks just finished off the Pistons in a sweep. Good. How do you guys feel about that? you feel the Bucks' strength of Giannis for the next round? <laughs> I feel like the East fifth to eighth seeds should have just forfeit before the postseason started. Like, yeah, Celtics that was had a complete waste well. of time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Pistons are not a good team, but it's a 
I mean, I give them props for actually closing the year out strong and making the playoffs. 41 and 41. I mean, no one gave them a chance against Milwaukee. Milwaukee all year long was the number one team in the East. But again, props to Detroit, and uh, we'll see what they can do moving forward. Yeah, that's, I, I know. That's I know much. you hate D Wade, but would you rather have seen the Heat there? At least they would have maybe a fighting chance at a couple games. Um, it's actually sweet justice for me that D Wade did not make it. So no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet the NBA, the NBA would have loved it. You know, without LeBron James this year, the ratings are down thirty percent after one week of playoffs. Uh, wow. A lot, of, a lot of that is probably just terrible matchups. But I mean, there is some LeBron, LeBron influence there. Wade would have sure. helped that out a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's not All just right, LeBron himself, but the Lakers again missing the playoffs. That's huge. I don't think it matters anymore. The Lakers haven't been in the playoffs in six years. So yeah, six years. Okay, so that's that's half of the Eastern bracket that we don't care about. Here's the other half. The Raptors are up three-one, and so are the Sixers three-one. Uh, Mock, which of these series interests you more, and which of these teams do you think is better for the next round? That's going to be one of my favorite. Actually, all of the second round matches are really intriguing, uh, but mm-hmm. the Raptors versus the Sixers is pretty eye popping. I think it's a really good matchup in a lot of ways. The Raptors, I feel like, have been gearing up for this in in terms of like their trade deadline deals. Uh, getting Gasol, I feel like he was specifically to guard Embiid. I think it's going to be a really good one. I I could definitely see it going seven. How about you, Albie? So before this year started, before Luka came into the league, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were actually my favorite young stars in the NBA. I still love Joel. I just think he's amazing on the court when he's healthy. That's a a big if or when. Um, But off the court, he is like second to none in terms of the troll game. So props (laughs) to him. Ben Simmons, um, you know, just just the association he has with Clutch Sports and LeBron. I was a huge fan. But 2018-2019, it really just shows, like, if you can't shoot outside of five feet, it, yep. it's really hard to cheer for him. Yeah. Um, with that being said, when they traded for Jimmy Butler, who is in my top ten favorite, yeah. um, I just wow. I just like yeah, I just picked Philly as my team of the East. I'm going to stay with them. I picked them to win the East and get to the finals. Ooh. I didn't know Jimmy was in your top 10. I remember when, back when we were talking Jimmy Butler versus Paul George, and you guys were all about Paul George. I mean, Paul George is better. But I love Jimmy Butler's attitude I, and the story of him going to practice in Minnesota and just beating all the ones. I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I've always liked Jimmy. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn between the two, the Raptors and the – the Sixers there. I, I think the Sixers are probably a more interesting team. I think the Raptors are more better equipped uh, to yeah. beat potentially the Warriors or the Rockets, whoever else comes out of the West. And that makes me a little more interested in the Raptors. However, I just, I don't like how they laid down in the first game yet again. Um, Kyle Lowry posting a, a big donut one more time. It just doesn't feel like that's a good sign for them, even though they've stepped it up the last three games, but it's against the magic guys. Yeah, I think the last time we talked to NBA, you guys were both pretty high in Toronto. Not only like yeah. their um, their their ceiling, but also you guys like the team. For some reason, I just I don't like Toronto. I I can't, I can't cheer for them. I don't like the whole Dude, you know we the on, north. Man. I just our Canadian, our Canadian listeners are, are not happy <laughs> right now. Hey, did you guys know? So so we're all pretty high on Pascal Siakam, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's good. Did you guys know that he's already 25? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... No, I didn't know exactly his age. I thought he was like... Season, so. Yeah, I, I, thought he was like... I thought he was like 19 or something, or 20. Like, I no. thought he was going to be, you know, like one of the... Not the faces of the league moving forward, but at least like a an all-star, borderline all-star. But 25, I mean, physically, he's in his peak already. So I'm not as impressed. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was low 20s, like 22 or 23. But the bigger question is, did the Spurs know about him when they made this trade? Like, I feel like they didn't get any prospects for a Kawhi type. I know they got DeMar uh, DeRozan back. He's He was an all-star in his own right. But usually in those trades, you at least get a guy like a Siakam or a Anunobi or, or someone like that, like Darrell Wright, like some prospect that could grow and flourish in your system. I think they I both, think they, yeah, they definitely tried to get either Pascal and OG, and, and Toronto is not going to let them go. They definitely knew, and they wanted him. There's just, there's, yeah. yeah, there was no chance of getting him. It's, uh, I mean, they, they ended up with one prospect, and not great, but Jakob Pertle was, was the guy they got. Yeah, this is, I mean, he's getting minutes. This is, little, so. this is a little off topic, but I guess it, it does have to deal with Philly and Toronto. But for the Mavericks, I, I know it always goes back to Dallas. Wow. My wow. My, my favorite or my uh, ideal summer pickups, because we have around 40 to $45 million to play with this summer. My ideal pickup is actually Danny Green and Jimmy Butler. Danny Green and Jimmy Danny Butler. Danny Green? I've never been a Danny Green fan. I I know he's good. I just I, I just don't like him. I think I don't like the way he looks. He runs very funny, I agree. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Something about him. I just don't like the way he he looks on the basketball court. I mean he, I, we all love Jimmy here, but do you still think he could be like the number two guy on a team? On a championship? He can, team? He can with LeBron. What if he's what if the number one is in Dallas? I well, mean, I mean his, time, his timeline is way off with Dallas, though. Like, you really want Jimmy Butler this year? Isn't he already like thirty years old? So yeah. with with Luca and KP, I don't want any more young people. I just want veterans now. Well, shouldn't you just want like nobody and just roll over the money for like two more years while KP and and uh, Luca learn to play together and develop more? I used to have that mindset, but I think um, I think the West is more open than people realize. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go straight to the West. I, I'm done with the East. I, I don't really care about it that much. The West. We are looking at all three-one series right now. Oh, actually, no. The Rockets are three-zero. Let's start with the the two-two series. Actually, there's one two-two series. That's the Nuggets and the Spurs. Are you oh. guys surprised at what's happening there? Like, I, I guess a lot of people picked this as a potential upset. But what do you guys think about the Nuggets? I've never believed in them. I, I think I've said it all along, and it makes me sound like a hater, but I don't think you can win with Jokic. Wow. I, I just don't think you can win a ship, because have you guys seen him try to play offense? I mean, defense? He, he literally just stands there and, like, flails his arms around. It's yeah. it's, it's really weird. Uh, have you, and, yeah, have you seen him try to run? He's <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they're they're deep. They have, you know, players at every position that can score the basketball, but... When it comes down to it, I don't know. I, I just don't see the heart. Yeah, I mean, this Denver team... So Jokic, I actually think Jokic... I don't agree with you there. I think he's he's really legit. 
Um, I think he would be even better if he just took one more shot attempt per quarter. So four more shot attempts for the game. I think he'll be unstoppable. But this, like you're, like you said, Denver is just very deep, very similar to the George Carl Nuggets after the Carmelo trade. They just, they were just like eight, nine, or ten deep. With that being said, though, it's weird that they are the number two seed and the Spurs are the seventh seed because San Antonio has two borderline All Stars, and then Denver just has one. And in the playoffs, I just feel like it's all about the top of your, of your lineup. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I think Jokic is better than both of the San Antonio guys. Or at least this year he was. Jokic is is probably like a first or second team All NBA and like maybe a top five to seven MVP kind of candidate. DeRozan and, and Aldridge are just like kind of borderline All Stars. Yeah, and I mean to answer a question, I I still think Denver is going to pull it out. They're they're young, they're inexperienced, and San Antonio is like the complete opposite of that. So I think the experience will win you a couple games, but uh, just athleticism young legs and and skill will just just overpower and i think it might go seven but i think denver will still take it in the end i agree i think denver's gonna win they have home court that's pretty important especially in mile high but i i think whoever wins that is uh probably gonna be in trouble against the trailblazers because i think they're gonna kill the thunder and dame lillard is on a mission yeah i would say a portland denver series is the least sexy of the all the second round matchups. Well, I mean, I'm, if the Spurs were in it, it would probably be even less. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just super low on Portland, especially now without Nurkic. I don't know. I okay. mean, you're just super low on that side of the bracket, right? Oh, okay, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, and well, guys, I mean, yeah, it's like it's OKC, OKC sucks, man. What they're doing to OKC is just exposing them. Love it, love it. <laughs> Yeah, before you signed on, Timmy and I were talking. Timmy loves Lillard now. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. Uh, I, I thought you would like CJ. Just... No, I think it just came from Lillard burning Russ so much. Makes me feel great. Yeah. So the other the other night, um, our friends, I went to my friend, our friends Josh's house. It was me, Titus, Josh, and Hal. We we just debated like the NBA until like four in the morning. But one of the um, one of the topics that we talk about is just like who has the best moves. So it started with like the best handles, and it was like Curry and Kyrie and people like that. And then who has the best moves? And we actually landed on CJ to to actually have one of the best moves or various moves because it, he's actually very mechanical. But he it looks like when he plays, he's like counting his steps, counting his dribbles. And then, like, it's still effective. Like, he still gets to his spots. He still makes his fadeaway threes or he makes his runners. Whereas guys like Dame and Russ and like that, they're just, like, supremely talented. Whereas CJ is, like, to me, he's actually playing, like, by the book. I don't know if that makes sense. Mechanical mechanical is a good way to say it. But that does that mean good moves? Yeah, I think most... I think most mechanical is probably Kawhi. He plays exactly <laughs> like his personality. Like he's a robot. I knew you were, I knew we were gonna say Kawhi. <laughs> he's like programmed exactly to play basketball and that's it. Like it looks so awkward anytime he's like trying to dribble. But I don't know. McCollum, I, I think he's just practiced a lot. Um, yeah, I think his moves are solid. Yeah, that's that's another point. So when you watch, you know, like House of Highlights or Bleacher Report, 
and you see McCollum practice in the summer, like lifetime New York City, um, he's doing those same moves in the games. Whereas if you watch these supremely talented guys play, like uh, John Wall or Dame Lillard, who are you know who's awesome in his own right, he can practice all these moves and stuff. But when when the tip when the ball tips off. His talent just takes over, and he just does the same thing that he's always done for the last like ten years, <laughs> you know. Like whereas CJ McCollum, I feel like okay, he's gonna take his move here is gonna be two dribbles and then a spin and then a floater, and then it he just makes it. I think it's pretty remarkable. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I mean, would he's the- think moves in terms of like the most uh, moves to different spots on the floor. Whereas CJ, I mean, he probably has low key like the best mid range game in the league now but all his moves kind of lead towards that so it's it's a move to go to like 16 feet from the bucket so i don't know i mean i I get what you're saying by how impressive that is but at the same time it is still just a move to a mid-range for the most part yeah i mean like the really good players and i'm I'm sorry i'm going off tangent timmy but the really good players right can ad lib and do things that are not uh are not predetermined. Whereas when you watch CJ play, and I'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing, but when you watch him play, it, it, it's almost like he's thinking what his move will be, and mm-hmm. he does it. And I, I think, yeah, that's that's not like pretty basketball, but the fact that he's you know like a 20 plus point scorer, he shoots good percentages. Like it's, I think it's impressive. All right, I understand. Yeah, but you still don't really like Portland because of uh, no Nurkic. Man, unfortunately, if they face the Nuggets, there's going to be no uh, Nurkic versus Jokic, which would have been pretty exciting for a certain part of Eastern Europe. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess neither of those, whoever would come out of that side of the bracket, really has that much of a shot uh, against either the probably Warriors or Rockets. How do you guys feel about the Warriors now that Boogie is out? And how do you feel about the Rockets now that they're dominating Utah? Mark, you go first. I hated Boogie for going to the Warriors, almost, it's, it's almost worse than, than Durant's. Um, <laughs> but True. at the same time, I do feel really bad for him now. Like, that sucks. Like, yeah, first time you're in the playoffs, and, I mean, love him or hate him, like, that just sucks, uh, having that injury. Um, uh, it, it sucks, but, like, Albie, would you pay DeMarcus Cousins $20 million a year this summer? Not this summer. Oh, you wouldn't? Someone will. Yeah, someone will. Oh, oh you mean for the Mavs. Yeah, I meant for the maps. No, not after two, yeah, not after two major injuries back to back like that. I would bet that he will get an average of twenty million dollars a year still. I bet he regrets not taking that New Orleans deal though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you definitely regret that now. But I think he's still going to get a pretty good chunk of money. And this one wasn't that major. Like, like the Achilles, yes, that's that's major, major. But the fact that he was able to come back and. and look a little bit like his old self, uh, I think it's going to go a long ways. This one, it, it looked bad, but I, I don't think it's nowhere near as bad in terms of recovery, right? I mean, there's there's a few things. Like, you say he came back from his Achilles and he looked somewhat similar to himself. I mean, that's not good enough, in my opinion. Like, he was still laboring up and down the court. Sure, he had good numbers, and he's a guy that has good moves, um, but... I mean, what made him so special before was, like, he was actually agile as a 6'10", 275-pound guy. Now yeah. he's just another b- 
big body, and I don't think uh, I don't think I would pay twenty plus for that. Yeah. All right. Well, that being said, he's out. Doesn't really matter. Do you guys think that the Warriors are still the formidable favorite for the title? Yeah, they have to be. Yeah, they I mean, they, yeah, they are until they lose. Right? They've won the last two. Um, I think every the three of us, Timmy. I, actually, I don't know what you think. But I know for me, me and Mock, we definitely think the Rockets would have won last year without Chris Paul's injury. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, so I mean, until they win, injuries and health is is a thing. Um, I know it sucked for Houston last year, and potentially it might suck for the Warriors this year. But I mean, that's, that's, that is a variable, and I think they've been good with it the last few years. Yeah, from so, a basketball standpoint, I'm not sure if Boogie's injury really hurts them that Agreed. much. Agreed. Yeah, especially against us. I mean, we he had one good game against us where, I mean, if you're, if you're able to, you can just bully Capella with a much bigger dude. Like, he's, he's not strong enough to hold his own down there. But at the same time, like, that takes away from their offense, too. If, if you're just, they're just posting him up and they're limiting the ball movement, which makes them Yeah. Play. Yeah, it, it was almost like the Dwight Howard syndrome, like, Boogie is a better person, and he's a he's a better teammate and stuff like that. And he sacrificed so much money to go to the Warriors to actually get a taste of the playoffs and win. But on the court, you're right; like you have to give him the ball in the post a certain number of times every quarter, every game. And I think it just takes away from the greatness that is their offense, free flowing. Yeah, and on the defensive end, we could take advantage of him being on the court. Like, we would just ISO him all day against Harden and CP. But now, I mean, I think our game plan is going to be essentially the same. Um, like, we didn't, we probably got a little worse but uh, compared to last year's team, but the Warriors didn't get better either. But I think we're going to have the same game plan. Like, try to limit the ball movement, try to make it, like a KD thing, uh, have as many KD ISOs as possible and just force them into tough shots. And, and on the other end, just make Curry work. So we'll see. I, I, we're talking, or me and Tim, we were just talking a couple of minutes ago, and I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm ready yet. I'm not ready to, to watch this series. Like, it's going to be so stressful. It's probably going to go uh, six or seven, and you just know it's going to be like a huge dogfight. And I, I don't want to feel the way I felt last year. Not only a huge, yeah, not only a huge dogfight, but you know there's going to be a couple BS calls that would change the the complete the entire landscape of the game, which may change the series. Like that, it always happens whether it's in your favor or to your detriment. Um, But when you're right, so the the best way to play against the Warriors is to get them into ISO mode. But last year, you guys had you know Ariza and company to be the primary defenders. This year, who would you throw at KD? Uh, it's gonna be PJ for the most part, I think. PJ's got to guard everybody. But then we switch everything, so so it'll we'll see. PJ's solid, man. PJ's so solid. Welcome. I would say this about the Rockets, and I obviously hate the Rockets, but people forget quickly how good Chris Paul is. Oh, yeah, yeah. nobody's talked about him at all. Yeah, like a healthy Chris Paul is still amazing. Like he breaks down the defense so easily and his passes to the corners or to the wings are literally right in the shooter's pockets. And that that skill cannot be, you know, taken for granted. So 
you know, people may shut down Harden. Just like the other day, he went 0 for, for the first 15 shots. They were still in the game. And, you know, a lot of players were because of that. But, man, people forget how good Chris Paul is. Man, it's that caveat you said, though. When he's healthy, we'll see if he can stay healthy the next couple of weeks. That's going to be a pretty big factor. Uh, Mock, gun to your head. Um, no gun to your head. Mock, what do you think are the chances <laughs> that, that the Rockets can pull it off? Knock on wood, assuming that they get out of the first round. Uh, they're getting killed by the Jazz right now uh, in game four. But what do you think are the chances? How many games is Scott Foster going to ref? <laughs> well, I, let's just assume that he is there for one game. Uh, hopefully it's not game seven. Uh, you, you don't want him in in Houston. You want him a game in Golden State, right? Almost like, okay, you we guys don't can want have... Him. We don't want him anywhere. You guys can have home court advantage. Here you go. Here's one game. But you guys for sure want to take care of home court. Well, we have to because we don't, we don't even have home court advantage. So you got to yeah. get home court and you got to steal one. Yeah, so... so, what, so do you, what do you think, Ma? A couple, Over, couple weeks ago... 20, uh, Oh, I I would put I would put it right at fifty percent. Same, oh, same yeah. I mean, I I think. Oh, wow, what a believer! This is why, I mean, I think we're very evenly matched. Uh, we have much different playing styles, obviously. Um, but I I think this is the recipe that you need, and and everyone hates watching the Rockets play. I get it, but this is the only way to beat them. Like you can't beat them at their own game. You know what I mean? Um, and a couple of weeks ago, you know, the last week of the regular season when Rockets lost like that last game to OKC and we lost the second seed, people were like panicking. And I'm just like, dude, literally the playoff seeding doesn't matter. Like nobody else is going to beat the Warriors for us. Yeah, you, you know? guys would have to play them anyways. Yeah. Like yeah. what does it matter if we're playing them in the conference finals or the second round or even the first round? Like it, it literally doesn't I, matter. I agree with that. Yeah, as as a fan, I mean, you're not the owner of the Rockets. You don't care about the money you make in yeah. the Western Conference. You know, like, you just want to play the best. In order to become the best, you have to beat the best. And you're going to play them eventually anyway. So I agree with you there. It's not like it's your first dance in the playoffs, right? You guys have been to the playoffs now many consecutive years in a row. So it's not like you're looking at seeding to see how far you guys can go as a first-time playoff team. Um, at this point, you know, you, you guys know what the cards are in the deck and you just have to play them. Yeah. And now it's just nothing but the games to play. I have a question specifically for you, Albert, but before we do that, you want to tell the people about Tasty Tales? Oh man, Tasty Tales. That's where I'm going to go watch basketball myself. We've been saying the store hours are 11 to 9 on most days and 11 to 10 on Friday and Saturday. But I think summer hours are even extended out longer than that, which is great for playoff basketball. They have happy hour from 3 to 7. They have Thirsty Thursdays. They have $5.99 crawfish every Tuesday. Sunday fun day specials. New po' boy menu items. They have fresh lobster as well. Please check them out. Tasty Tales Richardson, again, if you if you mention Six Pennies Podcast, you're going to get 15% off your entire bill. Awesome. So my question for you is, my personal favorite series of this first round was the Blazers and the Thunder. And I think it's because specifically, like it brings me back to the old days when I just oh, yeah. watched, watched the NBA for the NBA. Yeah. And, and obviously now, or at least the past, three, four years, I feel like this has been the Rockets' championship window with Harden playing at an MVP level. So as soon as the Rockets have lost 
wherever it has been in the playoffs, whether it's second round or conference finals, wherever it might be, I've just stopped watching completely. And I feel like because of that, and like I, I'm not able to enjoy a series like this Blazers Thunder for a while. Uh, but this year, I've been able to enjoy this partly because I don't see either of these teams as a threat, and it's just fun basketball. And I, I, lo- I like players on both teams. Uh, but I want to ask for you, like, when you don't have like a kind of horse in the race, yeah. are you able to enjoy the playoffs more or, or do you like it the other way? I would say this year has been pretty enjoyable. Obviously, even though the Mavericks are not in it and even though LeBron's not in it, I still have, you know, certain players that I cheer for. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like this Dame Russ back and forth has been awesome. This Jared Dudley just like trolling the 76ers has been awesome. It's just, this is the old NBA. Um, one of the the bad things that LeBron brought to the NBA was just this this like friendship. Like everyone just liked yeah. each other, and that's really because he led that charge. But now with him getting older and him out of the playoffs, now you can see players having their own personalities, and they don't they don't mind just talking trash. I mean, the the what was that like game four when? Uh, Dame and Russ were going at each other. Dame was talking trash to him playing defense. That's barely. Yeah. That's like Michael <laughs> Jordan level. Yeah. And Dame, yeah. Is, Dame is not known for defense, but he's talking trash while he's he's like you know locking him up. Props to that. I would say it's a different type of enjoyment. I still, I guess I would rather have LeBron win it all. Right. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but I mean, you're watching the games differently, right? Like when you don't really have someone ride or die to to cheer for i feel like yeah i mean anything where you're watching without uh, your heart is just easier to to handle yeah that's true all right well that is the nba playoffs before we go how, how do you guys feel about doing an impromptu draft oh let's do it well one of you guys texted something about like players that you wouldn't want to play pickup basketball with but i was thinking like how about players that you would want to have on a pickup basketball team? And let's do a draft of players that are going to be in the second round of the playoffs. So let's just like go it. with the top four seeds on each, in each conference. We'll assume that Denver is going to win. And here are the rules. We're each going to draft, uh, we're each going to draft four players to play with us. So you're going to be on the team. Obviously we'll be dragging the team down. We can only pick one, let's say one superstar, uh, one kind of secondary great player, and then two role players. Does that sound okay? Uh, we can Kentucky? try. We, yeah, we can try that. Let's just leave it wide open. Wide open? But no, I mean, we're just going to go for stars. I, 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 want, I want definitely Not necessarily. players to be in there. No, I don't think we're going for only stars. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, random draft order says that Mock goes first. Ooh. Is this playing to win or playing to, like, enjoy? Or both? Uh, let's say it's both. Okay. All right, Mock, first pick. Okay, first pick. Okay, first pick. I hate that I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this pick already. <laughs> but I'm going CP3 first. What? Wait, uh, huh? With I, you? I, I, yeah. His will to win is, is second, that... second to none. In, in, He's going to get this. injured, bro. For these no, remaining that, eight teams, that takes that takes away your game. I'm okay with that. I Mark I can definitely be up. I can definitely be the Beverly. I, I I don't mind doing that, playing that role. Uh, but CP3, I just 
I still don't know if I really like him, <laughs> but I can't question his just Shocking. pure desire. Shocking pick. This is the Andrea Bargnani of draft picks. All right, Albie, you're next. I think my first pick would be Kawhi Leonard because wow. like he robots. could play. He he's going to play defense on every position uh, position, and uh, he doesn't hog the ball too much. So I can, I still can have the ball in my hands and and have fun. All right, uh, my first pick is going to be. I think it's Dame time. Give me Dame Lillard. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, he, I mean, he, yeah, he fits. He fits with Timmy's playing style. I like that. Dude, I'm, Timmy has been Team Giannis for like two years straight. I'm not taking Giannis. I'm going to force one of you guys to take him. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Dame number one, and number two is going to be Joel Embiid because I think that he would be so fun to play with, like I'll be talking about earlier. Would he be fun to play with? I think he'll just be fun in like um Yeah, he'd be post, fun in the locker room, but post no, game he's, interviews. He's dominant. No, but he's dominant, but a one two with him and Lillard, like those guys are gonna go hard every night. Oh, so you don't wanna do anything. You just wanna have superstars to carry you to the ship. Yeah, because I'm bad at basketball, guys. But <laughs> you're you're also thinking that you're gonna hang out with Joel. I'm thinking that you just show up for the games and well, play with them. I mean I still have to be. I still have to like interact with him on the court, on the bench, or something, right? So I want to have some fun. I guess. Okay. Right, I I'll mean, if, second pick. I mean, with Kawhi, I'm I'm going I'm going Giannis for sure. Oh yeah, I gave him that, to you. That is the, that is the monster versatile lineup right there. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, Ma, second pick. Uh. <laughs> I hope you take another point guard. <laughs> You're going Give on me... rockets, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Give me Jimmy. Give me oh, Jimmy. I like Jimmy. Yeah, I Hawk like that. All about the will to win. Yeah, I, I am, man. <laughs> I mean, this is pick a ball. You got to win to stay on the court, right? Like, I'm assuming there's like 30 guys here waiting to play. So if you if you don't want to win, like, that's my number one pet peeve. Okay. Like, okay. you Understood. wait, you wait a while, and then the guys don't play hard. That's a good one. All right, who's who's your third guy? So I'm gonna go along with that oh, same whoa, motif. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's a snake draft. Oh man. oh man! Oh man! Nice try. Nice try. Oh man! Let me try to steal this guy. No, <laughs> you're not, you're, there's no way you're gonna steal this. <laughs> man, who would you pick? <laughs> man, I hate. Ah, I probably need a big. No, I don't need a big. Screw this. Give me clay. Oh, nice. nice. Man, Mock loves Clay Thompson. Man. <laughs> I hate my team so much. <laughs> All right, Albie. Wait, so who? Wait, can you review uh, what's Mock's team? So CP3, Jimmy Buckets, and Clay. CP3, Jimmy Buckets, and Clay. And, and Mock. I guess Mock is going to be on the wing just waiting for the ball to come to him. But so is Clay. Oh, he's. Uh, Mock's playing the Beverly role. Okay, I like that. All right, my right, my third pick, along with Giannis and Kawhi, is actually going to be Draymond Green. Oh, gross. Oh, he's wow. going to do he's going to do all the dirty work. He's never going to want to shoot. He's just going to share the basketball. I love it. That's exactly wow. what you I'm are playing. not going to enjoy playing. <laughs> okay, cool. Draymond is going to get exposed. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's going to get exposed by. Uh... By P.J. Tucker on my team. That's where I'm going next. P.J. Tucker, I need the ultimate role player. 
He's gonna uh, he's gonna do every same thing as Draymond, but he's gonna be fun to play with. He's gonna play hard the whole time. So I got Lillard and Bead PJ with me, and my last pick. I think I just gotta take Kevin Durant. Cop out. I completely forgot about him. <laughs> 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 wow, I don't even I have mean, him on my board. He's too good. I, I just can't. I mean, who else would you? I, I don't know. Go ahead, Albie. Who's gonna be your last can you, pick? Can you run down your five now? Including yourself? Embiid at the five, PJ Tucker at the four, KD at the three, or I guess they're interchangeable, and then me and uh, Dame. Okay. So I have I have Giannis, Kawhi, Draymond, myself. Where's your handles? Oh, man. We don't need handles. We're just going to dribble with our back towards the basket <laughs> from, from, from our side. We don't really care about that. All right. I'm going to pick up. A big, another big, because he's only going to share the ball. He's going to look pretty doing it. Jokic. Give oh, me I thought Nikola. you were going to take Marc Gasol. Give me Nikola Jokic. I think I prefer Gasol over Jokic. Yeah. I already have three defensive-minded guys. But you, you have no spacing, man. You're, you're the... What are you? I'll be, I'll be That's what I'm spacing. saying. I'm just going to catch the ball and shoot. I'm going to let it fly. <laughs> but That's you can't smart. be the only shooter on the team. The other four yeah. make up for the lack of space, man. You got modern day Shaq. You got Giannis, so you're fine. Dude, I'm telling my team to literally like stay 30 feet away from Draymond. You're going to give me the Har- Harrison Barnes treatment? I'm going to shoot all these wide open shots and miss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, NBA threes are so far. <laughs> oh, my, my last pick. Uh, give me Pascal. Oh, nice one. All right, so what, yes. wait, who do, you, who do you have on your team? Mock, you have CP, Clay, and who else? Mock has the weakest team. CP, weakest? Clay, Jimmy, and, and Pascal? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that, man. So, no, uh, I guess everybody hates Kyrie and Steph too much, huh? And James Harden did not get picked somehow. Yeah, still need him. Just not fun to play with. Exactly. <laughs> that is why he would have been probably my last pick. I would not want him on my team. It's not fun. Yeah, I, de- I definitely didn't want Steph because he would he would just take away from the things I do. <laughs> troll, <laughs> troll on people. All hey, right. We should we should draft coaches too. Oh, oh, okay. Bonus pick. Let's go Albie first since you didn't get any first picks. Uh, let me think about it for a second here. So in the west, or in the east, you have Milwaukee, Bud. You have Nick Nurse. You have Brett Brown. You have Brad obviously Steven. Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. In the west, you have Kerr, Michael Malone. Who's Dan- who's the three Stotts? Stotts and D'Antoni. Uh, I don't like any of those. I you guess Coach. You got Coach Van Den too. Uh, Coach Van Den. Oh man, oh. I did not get that segue. Wow. Avion Realty, thank you guys. This is uh, this is another one of our sponsors. Van Din from Avion Realty is uh, presenting the sponsor today. If you're a real estate agent located in Houston, Dallas, or anywhere in Texas, please look at Avion Realty to provide you the support and infrastructure you need to become a successful agent. Avion Realty offers a 100% commission plan. This is an amazing, never before seen offer in the industry. And just by joining the firm, you're going to get one-on-one performance coaching from certified coaches there. 
you're going to get all the tools at your disposal to work remotely. Or if you wanted to go into office as well, there's offices in, in Dallas, Austin, and Houston. And then you're going to get mentoring from the firm's experienced brokers. Again, the way to reach them is 469-951-3585. That's going to be a direct line right to Coach Van Den. Or just check us out, check them out on their Facebook page or their website, which is A-V-I-G-N-O-N, Realty.com. The quickest way would just be his phone number, 469-951-3585. All right, Albie, let's get your real coach or your NBA coach now. It's probably going to be Coach Bud, Coach of the Year. I mean, you have Giannis, so you need Bud, or he needs Bud. I, I want Bud because he's going to emphasize the three-pointer, so then he's going to give me the ball a lot. <laughs> but you're the only shooter, man. Exactly. That's what he wants. This is Bud, exactly what I want. Bud needs I want, minimum three shooters on the on the court. I want 25 shot attempts a game with those <laughs> points. <laughs> I should have taken Brooke Lopez. All right, uh, Mock, you can go. Second uh, Is Pop out of it? Pop is out of it. Uh, I guess I'll go with Brad Stevens. I think he's the oh. best coach left. Even wow, insulting to Coach D'Antoni. That's my guy. I want that player's coach. I want some freedom. We're just gonna do whatever we want. <laughs> Is that what you think of D'Antoni? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't think he really does much. Does he? Ouch. We don't. No, I mean it works. We don't. They don't practice. They don't really run many plays. I don't know. Whatever works. You're talking about one of the most innovative coaches in NBA history, man. Yeah, the biggest innovation is just let players do their thing. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Anything else on NBA, guys, before we wrap up? Let's go Philly. Let's go Philly. All right. Well, thanks for joining Six Pennies Podcast. Leave us a comment on Facebook. Tell us who's going to win the championship, who's going to come out of that second round. And more importantly, let us know who has the best pickup basketball team. Obviously, that's mine. Uh, leave us a comment on Facebook. Review us on iTunes. And thank you for listening.